I'm Rick Harrison, and this is my podcast. <laughs> I work here with my <laughs> with my old man and my son, Big, Big Trist. Everything in here is a story and a prize. And one thing I've learned after 21 months is you never know what is going to come through that door. I, 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 we obviously have not been doing this podcast for 21 months as of yet. You know and, what's going to uh, come through that door? What? I can't hear it. Dang. What is it? <laughs> no, it was uh, Rick Harrison, but I, I turned up the... I um, It's one of those, like, where it's it's like the volume is max, so it sounds really like it's coming through an air horn. Wow, we're doing real great so far. Real great. Anyway, really, this is the Gold Derby Forces podcast. I'm George, and we have Tristan, who is not my son. I'm actually his father. (laughs) Uh, Jasmine, who is not my father. (laughs) I don't get the reference, so I can't say anything. Um, And Brett, who is... uh, basically a guest at this point <laughs> i'm steve from blues clues visiting back and checking up on you all oh we we literally mentioned that on a podcast once that yeah we did we did we did literally like steve from blues clues that's funny okay this is an episode about predictions and only predictions because we don't have time to go through everything this is Friday, March 11th, 10.38 p.m. We have the BAFTAs to predict and the Critics' Choice to predict. So how about we start with the BAFTAs, since they're happening first. <sighs> okay. How about we start with the Rising Star Award, which is voted for by the public. We have Ariana DeBose, Harris Dickinson, Lashana Lynch, Millicent Simmons, and Cody Smith-McPhee. So, which one of you boys and gal wants to predict first? I'm making my predictions on the spot. (laughs) I am going to predict Ariana for those. Same. don't know what what Tasha mentioned. So, uh, for some reason, Gold Derby has... Lashana Lynch. Latasha. Oh, Latasha. Whoops. No, it's no, it's Lashana. It's Lashana. Oh, it is Lashana. Oh. Oh. Um. She... Is she British? Is that she one? is? is that she is. British. Hmm. There are only two British nah, people here. I, I'm still gonna go for uh, Ariana Debose. Oh, she's in the time to die. Okay. Hmm. I, see, I, I, I see. I want to go with Ariana Debose here. I do, but just because you are nominated for an acting award does not automatically mean that you win. And I know that this is a situation that is very different, but, no, but this category is when, like when Carrie Mulligan was nominated for an education at BAFTA, which she won Best Actress for an Education, she was also nominated for Rising Star, she lost to Kristen Stewart. But of course, that was the height of Twilight's popularity. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. 
the the thing is, uh, Lashana Lynch, um, while she was in No Time to Die, it's not like she was the star of that. And West Side Story is a pretty major movie too. It's not like it's yeah. an indie movie. I think Cody must. I think Cody could sneak in. Yeah. Um, poor Cody. He's been in the industry for so long. He's finally getting recognized as poor man. He's Australian. He's, he's been in the industry for so long. This poor man. <laughs> I. I guess I'll just I, go I with I, I'll just go with Ariana with the bows. Then I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what else. Harris Dickinson is from Beach Rats, which is the. Uh, oh, that's um. Liza okay. Hitman. Yeah. Why is he a rising star? He was in uh, some. I was in the Kingsman. He's in yeah. some of her too. Probably is. Only thing he's on. Okay. Well, we float your boat, I guess. All right. Special visual effects. Because for some reason, that's what it's called here. Dune, Free Guy, Ghostbusters Afterlife, The Magic Resurrections, and No Time to Die. Wow. I wonder and... what it's going to be. Oh, my God. What a. Dune is literally the biggest lock of the awards this year. I, I mean, there's like no year where Dune would not win. Honestly, yeah, like, <laughs> imagine if the Oscars happened just like Free Guy. No, God, that would suck. Oh, that would suck. So oh, that would so suck. Funny. It'd be so funny. It would be so. <sighs> I would laugh so hard. It would love to see uh, my boy Sean Levy walk away with an Oscar. <laughs> I mean, you know, he he's not I mean, he wouldn't know. He's not walking away with an Oscar. He's not nominated. You ever imagine Sean Levy nominated for Best Director for Frank? I think Sean Levy does have an Oscar nomination, though, for Best Picture for, for Arrival. Wait, oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah, incredible. I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he, yeah, he was a producer on it, yeah. If he, he ever if he ever wins an Oscar, I'd love him to walk up in Alvin in the chipmunk costume. Because he directed that movie, right? He did not. No. I don't think so. Wait, did he not? No. He directed Uh-oh. Real Steel. And Ned the Museum. Well, this is embarrassing now. Yeah, that he actually sounds... directed all three. He actually directed all three Ned Museum movies, actually. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's Tim Hill who directed uh, Chipmunks. Well, we can move on. The Sound, Dune, Last Night in Soho, No Time to Die, A Quiet Place Part 2, and West Side Story. I like Dune again. It's going to be Dune. People who are saying West Side Story could pull off an upset. No, 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 it's not happening. I'd say Dune, uh, but look out for Last Night in Soho. Oh my god. It's not here. No. Because it's like hella British, but yeah, I'd go Dune. Then they'd go with No Time to Die. That's true. <laughs> Which is also incredibly British, by the way. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Best makeup and hair. Gorilla, Cyrano, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and House of Gucci. I personally, I think if you are looking at what has won before, I think Cruella makes a lot of sense. And it's also the bonus that it won a big prize 
at the Makeup Guild. So, I would suggest that Cruella is in a pretty solid position to win here. But maybe I am also saying that because I have money on Cruella right now. So, if it doesn't win, then I am fucked. <laughs> Are you guys going to predict... Before makeup, before makeup in 2016, I'm saying that correlation. Who won in 2016? Uh, suicide Squad. And then the favorite didn't win. Bonsell won, Marini's won, Darkest Hour won, Flynn Foster Jake did not win, Mad Max Dirty Road won, Grand Budapest won. It's a fairly good track record. Um, are you guys going to predict whoever wins the BAFTA to win the Oscar? Well, I'm Carole, if Corella wins, then yes, I think it's winning. Yeah. I, I think right now it seems like it's between Cruella and Tammy Faye because. I mean, with Tammy Faye getting a boost in actress, kind of brings it up here. But I'll go with Cruella. I'll join you guys. All right. Brett? I also think Cruella. All right. And best costume design. Cruella, Cyrano, Dune, The French Dispatch, and Nightmare Alley. Wow. I wonder what's winning this. Hmm. It's going to be Cruella once again. I'm gonna win. Cruella is just sweeping, man. Yep. Cruella and Dune winning everything. Okay. Best production design. We have Cyrano, Dune, The French Dispatch, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story. This one might be a little bit trickier. However, Nightmare I am going to say Nightmare Alley. I have Nightmare Alley because I have Nightmare Alley winning the Oscar. I have Nightmare Alley as well. Brett, do you dare to be different? No, it's got to be Cruella. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cruella? The production is kind of not nominated, oh. my friend. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, um, not, not nominated. I might actually go for Francis Fesh. Why not? I mean, I hope, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. But... I'm also seeing their correlation. They were right with Mank, but Mank swept. Once upon a time, on in 2019, they pitched 19. They pitched in 1917 for production design because it's British. And and also the trenches. There's there is actual production design in that movie. Okay. All right. Best editing. Belfast, Dune, Licorice Pizza, No Time to Die, and Summer of Soul. Where and this is where we only have one movie here that crosses over to the Oscar lineup, which is the one I'm going to predict. That is obviously Dune. Uh, I'll go with Dune as well, Fred. Oh my god, that is only one. Oh my god, this is a significantly better lineup, almost than the Oscar. You think Summer of Soul can just randomly pull an upset here? Then you won't win anything. Yeah, but it would be cool. Well, what it if... might it might it might hurt Dune's chances of chances though. That might happen. And it would help its chances in a documentary. Back in nominees Rebecca last year. Sorry. Did we only back in production Rebecca in production design last year? Really? They like did. the Ben Wheatley movie? Yeah, like the remake of Hitchcock movie. That's so weird. Oh, those same people did Cyrano. 
Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Continue. All right. Things. This one, I, I, I feel like there is, you know, this one's a bit difficult. We, uh, cinematography, we have Dune, Nightmare Alley, No Time to Die, The Power of the Dog, and The Tragedy of Macbeth. I... They could, they could, they could go tragedy of Macbeth. It's a draft of things. Well, hmm. I also look at these... This because Tragedy of Macbeth is the only nomination that this, this is the only nomination that Macbeth has. What does that mean for BAFTA? I don't really know. There's also a great lineup, by the way. Fantastic lineup. I, 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 um, but I do feel like there is a surge for the power of the dog. Uh, one BSC, it wouldn't be a C, right? Or whatever it's called. But also, Mank won BSC and it won the Oscar, but it did not win BAFTA. But also, oh, you, no, could, you could make a very strong case that uh, the Batman being out right now is really helping Greg Frazier. Yeah, I think it is. Maybe so, not a BAFTA, but... But because I do feel like that the power of the dog is going to win more here than like above the line wins, I'm going to predict power of the dog for cinematography here. I'm also going to predict power of the dog. I'm going to predict Dune. No, I'm going to predict tragedy and Macbeth. Oh my God, they have a really good correlation with Oscar Dan. Oh, do they? Okay, I'm gonna actually actually jump it back. Was fairly good correlation with Oscar. <laughs> Don't know who won Yeah, going all the way back to. 2011, because in 2010, they gave the True Grey, which would be Oscar, because that won nothing. All right, I guess what we're waiting on for, I will, we'll, we'll, we'll go to casting. Um, Boiling Point, Dune, The Hand of God, King Richard, and The West Side Story. This is the third um, annual award forecasting at BAFTA and uh, the first winner was Joker the second winner was Rocks so this is going to be very I mean, the good thing is this predict. category doesn't mean a whole lot which is the good thing is literally, it literally has zero pack on anything Joker and Rocks are, that's a weird lineup so I think the one I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to rule out for sure is the hand of God. Yeah. Um, I think boiling point does make some sense, but I'm not going to predict that one either. I. I'm like King Richard. Yeah. It's, it, to me, it kind of comes down to King Richard, Dune and West Side Story. I 
because like the performances in Dune are not the most amazing performances, but people get excited about that cast, you know. Um, King Richard has a has a cast, and also casting the young girls, and then you have West Side Story, which, um, you know, cast like actual Latinos, unlike the original, which I mean that which has been a big part of that movie's story. So, well, that's actually tough. That's that's tough. You know what? I I might go with King Richard here because that that, that that's like, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll go with King Richard. Yeah, I'm gonna go with King Richard. And uh, um, I'm gonna go with Boiling Point. Is that right. weird? Or does that no, make they gave it to Rocks last year over like some other like Promise a Young Woman, Judas, Minari. Yeah, and yeah. something else. Yeah, I was, yeah. Like, I was like just reading it, but yeah. I think they'll it do be, something be, weird. It, I, mean, I, I assume it's British. It, it, oh, yeah, it's, it's British, gotta be. Yeah. It's, it's being British. British. Probably like I hope so. Yeah. And then best original score. I, I still never understand this nomination. Being the Ricardos. Don't look who up. Who did this one the Ricardos? Pemberton. Oh. Don't look up Dune, The French Dispatch, and The Power of the Dog. Do we agree that it is Dune? Um, yeah, it's got to yes. be. Yes. Okay. Could this go for I Childish also Chicago 7? Oh um, well, BAFTA does weird things at score. They nominated Promising a Woman at score last year. This man has a really weird... Uh, it's a really good cinematography. It's yeah, Spider-Man the Spider-Verse. He did Ocean's Eight, King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. Steve, Steve Jobs. I really like Dan Sorkin. Enola Holmes, Birds of Prey. What is this fan's filmography? <laughs> so weird. Oh, we did the Bad Guys, a new animated movie coming up. Now, yeah, Ivy. I think we need to um, um, actually I'll save it for Critics' Choice. I'll save it for Critics' Choice. Are you going to talk about what I think you're going to talk about? You already know, Jasmine. You already know. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Best Supporting Actor. Mike Feist. West Side Story. What order are you doing, Ethan? (laughs) The order that's listed on the BAFTA website. (laughs) <laughs> um, Mike Feist, West Side Story Kieran Hines, Belfast Troy Kotzer, Coda Woody Norman, Come On Come On Jesse Plemons, <laughs> The Power of the Dog and Cody Smith McPhee in The Power of the Dog good, good for Woody good for him I forgot he was dominated here so Here's the thing. It's between two. It's between two. We can all agree that. Right? Yes, Probably I do it's Cody or Troy. It's Cody or Troy. So I'm going to go ahead and say this right here. If both Cody and Benedict win, 
I think one or both of them will win the Oscar. And I'm going to bring up the stat that I brought up last episode in regards to Troy, where people who win individual SAG awards, um, whose movie also win ensemble, and win the Oscar, also win BAFTA. And I think if Troy is going to win here, then that's signed, sealed, and delivered. He's going to win at the Oscars. Yeah. If Cody wins here, Troy still has a chance, but it will be a race that you need to think about a lot more. It, It won't be a clean race. To be honest with you, I don't know which one I'm going to predict here. I just, right? I put, I put Troy, like, right now. I am going, and I know you guys are going to think I'm crazy because I'm literally predicting Coda but, uh, to win Best Picture, but I'm, uh, I'm going with Cody. My yeah, logic I, makes no sense. It does. I have Troy. I currently right now, right this moment, have Troy winning the Oscar. I have Troy winning the Oscar, too. So, and if this apparent surge of CODA is to be believed, (laughs) then this would be a great place for it to show up. I mean, he needed to win Bather, I think, to like really solidify a win. If not, I agree. It's be a really tight race, but this is also going to be where we kind of find out if Cody's kind of just a critic's figure. <laughs> it's not going to be like Ryan realistically, Pinto. they could go either way. Watch neither of them win, which is, will be less helpful. Watch it be Kieran Hines. <laughs> Oh my god, I hope not. It's not going to be Kieran Hines, I don't think. I it's think Woody Norman. That would be inspired. Little Woody Norman. That would be great, honestly. Um, but I think I, I am think going. Kieran would be the spoiler. Probably. Yeah. Big my opinion. I mean, I don't know who else would, I guess. But I believe. Right this moment, I will go with Troy Kotzer. That's what I will do. Yeah, I'm going to go with Troy. I go Cody. Okay. Best Supporting Actress. Katrina Balf, Belfast. Jesse Buckley, The Lost Daughter. Ariana DeBose, West Side Story. And Dowd Mass. Anjanu Ellis, King Richard, Ruth Nega, passing. I, I, I assume that I know what everyone is going to predict. Or who everyone is going to predict, I should say. One, Ariana DeBose, two, stop three. predicting Jesse Buckley to upset people. It's not going to happen. I don't know. <clears throat> Sam, Sam Meltzer. Sam Meltzer. I don't, I don't know where this theory is coming from. Yeah, that's um, not going to happen. Jesse Buckley. Same, same. Same thing Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Kirsten Dunst makes more sense because she's been around for super long and, like, that movie is really big right now. But, like, 
Jesse Buckley wasn't even supposed to get a nomination. Where's that coming from? Yeah, yeah. but if Johnson's going to upset anywhere, it was going to be like SAG or something. Yeah. Jesse Buckley didn't anywhere. even win the Indie Buckley... Spirit when the Lost Daughters swept. Yeah. Her. Jesse Buckley makes no sense. That's a surprise. No one is surprising. Like, no one is surprising, guys. It, like, Ariana's going to sweep. I don't know what to tell her. Yeah. Again, Sam Meltzer, if you're listening to this, stop doom dicting. All right. <laughs> Yeah, like I like I don't like, I don't understand. Ariana's just sweeping. It's gonna literally happen. Daniel Kaluuya 2.0. Literally Daniel Kaluuya 2.0. Okay. All right, this one should be a little bit more fun. Best actor: Adil Akhtar, Ali and Ava, Mahershala Ali, Swan Song, um, Benedict. Cucumber Batch, The Power of the Dog, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio, The Look Up, Stephen Graham, Boiling Point, and Will Smith in King Richard. So, so I assume at least one of you is going to predict Benedict Cumberbatch. I am going to predict Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm going to take a risk. Uh, I'm a- I'm also going to predict Benedict Cumberbatch. I guess I'm going to be the odd one out. I have decided that until Will Smith loses an award, I'm just going to predict him. I thought you were going to say like Mahershala Ali or something. (laughs) Why would I do something like that? (laughs) I don't know. Honest question. I mean, yeah, that's true. Thing is, is that King Richard did better here than I thought it would. It got a fucking screenplay nomination here. Screenplay. I really did not think that was going to happen. And then it did. So King Richard, and King Richard, of course, won ACE um, recently. Literally while I was watching The Batman at that. So, um, King Richard has been doing better than I thought it was going to all season. So, I think there is a reasonable possibility for Will Smith to take the BAFTA. Like, a reasonable possibility. That, that, that is something that could happen. But at the same time, I do feel a little bit weird predicting Power to Dog to win like three awards maybe which that might spoil another prediction but whatever okay you ready for some absolute you know, what do you not have fucking, a winning fucking chaos uh oh. Oh, okay best actress <sighs> lady gaga house of gucci Alana Haim, Licorice Pizza, Amelia Jones, Coda, Renata Reinsva, The Worst Person in the World, Joanna Scanlon, After Love, and Tessa Thompson, In Passing. I have no idea because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was like, no. But this is fun. Not. The thing is, is I, 
I see a lot of people talking about Joanna Scanlon winning here. I'm going to say, I don't know where this is coming from. Because After Love is not rocks. Didn't it sweep the Biffos? Isn't that why? I think it did really well the Biffos. Well, yes. But I mean, so the boiling point, that only got two nominations. Out or three nominations because British film. Or actually even maybe four. Okay, okay, never mind. Don't listen to me. Um, see, see, I say Coda's not winning Best Picture, so obviously it's going to win because I'm stupid. Anyway. Because um, it, it won like six awards at the, at the Biffos. So I assume that's partially where it's coming from. It's just that it seems the thing to be is, loved. I don't know how many people in the general BAFTA voting body have watched that movie because it didn't get into <laughs> it didn't get into any non-juried categories like Rocks did. It did not make the longest for best film like Rocks did. So I'm not exactly sure. Uh, what the what they're going to do there that being said if she does win i'm not going to say i'm shocked no that's also if she wins it's a very like bafta pick right now at the same time i do want to predict renata reinsva but i also know that that would essentially be me being hypocritical because i'm saying i don't know if after love has been seen by a lot of people well, no, first person's been seen by a lot of people on the general BAFTA voting body. So I think what I'm going to do is pick the one whose film is nominated in best film, which is Alana Heim. I'm going with Alana for no particular reason <laughs> other than I want her to win because she was snubbed at the Oscars. I'm going with Renate. My only reasoning. Um, are you sure it doesn't have anything to do with your recent standing of Heim? No, I actually do think Alana's really good in the first piece of I don't know why Kidman was nominated. I tweeted that. I mean, I mean the reason for you predicting her. Someone was like, I like I like tweeted about Licorice Pizza and how I don't know how Kidman got a nomination over Alana Heim or anyone for that matter and someone replied very snarkily to me. I'm like, all right. I wasn't looking for logic here. <laughs> Apparently, being the Ricardos has stands that we don't know about. I know they're trying to. They were doing this like whole thing on how like Nicole's like a, like in the industry for a really long time and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, but she's not good in the movie. <laughs> All right. Well, how about we see where this category goes? Best adapted just a, screenplay. What if, if it's just Amelia Jones? And I'm like a shock. I feel like it's going to be Renate. I don't know. I will say this, though, Jasmine. If Amelia Jones wins, Troy is also winning. Troy is, after. Though actress will probably be predicted after. Will be probably done after. Yeah, but if Amelia Jones does win BAFTA, then the code of surge is real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope she wins now. It's still not going to win Best Picture, buddy. I hope you understand that. No, no. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta join me in Coda's number two. No, it's not. I won't have a choice to put it in top five at that point. 
I still think Drive My Car has a better chance of winning Best Picture, but whatever. Speaking of Drive My Car and Coda, that's adaptive screenplay. This is going to be fun. Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog. I think it's between three, four, three. Four. So, <laughs> I... And possibly purely. I think Dune's the only one that won. That's my opinion. I am possibly purely and hopelessly hope dicting. But my prediction here is drive my car. Now, part of the reason that I am doing this is because that, I I think of these five nominees, that one is easily the most writer-y. It's the most writerly film. So um, obviously there's a lot of talking, there's a lot of characters, a lot of very thoughtful dialogue at that. Um, That is something to, to be considered there. It's a three hour long movie, but I think one of the reasons that got people so invested in it eventually, of course, ultimately led to its best picture nomination is the fact that it has this really introspective, captivating dialogue throughout the film. And also something that I think could help tip the scales in its favor is the author of the short story is Haruki Murakami. He is the most famous Japanese author probably ever. He has made, he's written several books like Kafka on the Shore and Norwegian Wood and the Wind of Bird Chronicle and a lot of short stories, including the short story that Bernie was based off of. And he's a legend in Japan. He has certain critics, especially uh, women, but He's, the, he's a legend in Japan. He's considered a legend in Japan by and large. And sometimes when someone who is attached to your movie is considered a legend in their home country or in the country of the movie, that helps carry you to a win somewhere. Uh, like Marianne Cotillard or you know, even Emmanuel Riva for when she won Best Actress at BAFTA for a more. Now, I'm very well aware that Powered Dog is the smarter choice. And if that does win, I will not be surprised. However, I do have genuine reason for thinking as to why Drive My Car could win the BAFTA. I think it could happen. BAFTA goes about 50-50 with Oscar, by the way. With, and, exception, with exception of 2016, which Moonlight was an original and I was never winning against Manchester. But they've been right the past four years. So. And also, this BAFTA lineup is the Oscar lineup. It matches five for five. So if Drive My Car wins here, I will hold, I will 
predict the Oscar win as well. I guess the other two, the other one that's in contention besides Power the Dog is Coda. If anyone wants to make a case for that winning the BAFTA. Um, no. <laughs> no, no. Tristan? No, I can't do it. Because <laughs> Co- Coda's too American to win a, the BAFTA. Is it, though? Why? You think it could win? I'm, I, I, I'm asking on the basis of is it too American? Yeah, I, I, I think so. Also, the Must... father did. This is the only place, the only major place the father won, by the way, last year. As, as a note, in defense of Drive My Car winning. You know, Tristan, must have yeah. reminded you that Black Linesman won BAFTA for screenplay. Oh, true. But um, I think that also had uh, the fact that, like, Spike Lee was overdue going for it. Must I remind you of the fact that. Uh, the big short one screenplay at BAFTA. Oh, that's very American. <laughs> okay, I guess, yeah. Good win. Uh, Promising Woman won last year. That we're, literally won Best British outside. Film, Jasmine. But, that literally yeah, won Best British Film. <laughs> but it does feel like an American film. I see where you're coming from. Three billboards also being Missouri, Spotlight, American Also Hustle. one British film. How are all these movies British? No, American three billboards. I was, I'm talking about three billboards. That one British oh. film. The other movies really? you mentioned did not. That is not okay. Okay, but that's so okay. Because Martin McDonough is from the UK. Yeah, the Hurt Locker, you know, a little bit of sunshine. Crash one here? Yeah, yeah they, they don't care about what's American and what's not. However, I just, I, I, I just don't believe in Coda here. I think there's a World War Lost Daughter ones here. I think the only one that won't win is Dune. I think Dune's the only one that's not winning. Yeah, I know this no is way. going to sound really silly, given the fact that it just won Indie Spirit, it just won USC Scripter. I don't understand people I don't talking understand about the Lost Daughter winning. Spirit, I don't. I don't understand it either, but we can't ignore the fact that it could win. I don't understand it either. It's not nominated for Best Picture. I don't understand it either, but like, look. <laughs> I really don't think it's going to win. Like, I don't. Yeah, me neither. I don't think so. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> I wish I did. Just people like Crackle. Okay, no. Calm out. You did it last episode, so I have a right. Um, and I call it. I call that. Are you talking about picture here, or are you talking? About, are you talking about Lost Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, I totally like fell asleep. <laughs> no worries. Brett, you missed like a bunch of categories. Should I go yeah. through and ask your thoughts? I'm like, I'm like just going. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. No worries. Good night. Night. Night, fun. All right, that was Brett. I'll get his his predictions later. 
George, you mean like nominated for Best Picture at like the BAFTAs or the Oscars in terms of winning and like predicting it for a screenplay? I mean, the last, I mean, I mean for both, really. I mean, well, okay, I can't, I can't say that because I you am can literally, see for BAFTA. You can see for BAFTA. I am literally, there have been adapted screenplay winners that have won without picture. I am, I am literally saying, for didn't drive my car to win too. Um, <laughs> that being said, Winning I still don't think Lost Star is gonna win. I mean, Drive My Car is guaranteed at least one award that night, though. It is, and we will talk about people who think otherwise later. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna say Drive My Car. I know Power Dog is smart. I'm gonna say Drive My Car, and I think if Drive My Car here win- wins here, I think you gotta watch out for the Oscar because. Ignore WGA unless the winners match up somehow. I guess that's well, I, one thing you can say about WGA though. Oh, the only matchup is Coda and Dune. Never mind. Wait, two crosses. If Coda is going to win WGA, which everyone might, there is a stat that every movie that won both WGA and SAG Ensemble has one screenplay at the Oscars. So that might be something to, you know, look for. It's hard because there's so little. There was so there was so much that was ineligible this year that WGA is so hard to just kind of like, just take by itself. Yeah. Like what if like fucking Nightmare Alley wins? Like what are we doing? Pretty drive my car. <laughs> okay, Tristan. Are you doing what are you doing? I'll go uh German car. Ooh, we're all being spicy today. Okay. Let's go on to original screenplay. Being the Ricardos, oh Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, and Licorice Pizza. Oh my god. This one is very tough. This category is just as much of a nightmare as it is at the Oscars. <laughs> I, I I think licorice pizza. I think you could pick either of them and that they would both be smart choices to make. How much crossover is there with WGA? Because Belfast isn't nominated at WGA, I know that. Hmm. Could the other from line up? Well, let's see. Then Olicar's Pizza is nominated. I think King Richard is nominated. Promising Young Woman won WGA and BAFTA. Parasite won WGA and BAFTA. Um, Get Out won WGA. Did not win BAFTA, but Three Bill Awards was not eligible at BAFTA. Or, or WGA. And it won BAFTA. The favorite was not eligible okay, so they at WGA. Okay. And it won BAFTA. Okay, so this and WGA match for four for five. It's Belfast for French Dispatch. I think if Licorice Pizza wins here, it would be smart to predict it for the Oscar. With that being said... I think it wins WGA, because there's a lot more crossover here than for Adapted. Well, yeah, but still. Licorice Pizza, I think, is nearly guaranteed to win the WGA. But that being said, it can win WGA, 
and potentially Critics' Choice. We'll get to that one later. And then Belfast could win here, and that might that might be a nightmare going into. It's so Oscar hard because Belfast, so hard because Belfast was nominated in literally one place, and the the theme has like literally died for it since. So, yeah. like pretending it is, Belfast, it's, it's so hard because it's not nominated anywhere. <laughs> it's very difficult to 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 predict. I agree. That makes sense. I do think if one wins both WGA and BAFTA, I would probably predict that. If Licorice Pizza wins both WGA and BAFTA, then I think that does bode very well for it. Yeah, it's probably winning. Finally, oh my God. Give give that man an Oscar. Jesus. (laughs) Give that man an Oscar already. (laughs) But we'll just have to see how Belfast's trajectory goes. I because this is probably the only word that Belfast could win, realistically. Yes. So I think I'm going to go ahead and man, this is this is tough. This is tough. I feel like they're both on kind of equal playing field here. Uh so what do I have? What do I have for Oscar? Let me check. What I'm predicting. Oh. I'm predicting licorice pizza for the Oscar, so I'll predict licorice pizza here because that makes sense. I think I'll just I'll say licorice pizza. You sound very hesitant. <laughs> I I I guess I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely a hard one to predict. If it gives me any hope, it gives me any hope. BAFTA was based the last three years in a row in the original screenplay. So if they are based, is... Licorice Pizza oh, is the Black, only route oh, they can go. Oh, Black Clans did one here, didn't it? Black Clans did one here. For Adapted, yeah. Um, BAFTA was based the last three years in a row with original screenplay, so if they're going to be based again, the only way they can go is Licorice Pizza. <laughs> in my view. Worst person in the world. Which isn't nominated uh, here, unfortunately. Oh, dang. I don't nominated anywhere, I'm pretty sure. The Oscars. Except the Oscars. Not the, I mean, not the Oscars, but like, it, like, no, it. European no Film Awards, Awards maybe? <laughs> Your, maybe European Film Awards? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Also, again, worst person in Licorice Pizza single handedly save the people who line up for being absolute total garbage. Like, yeah. Oh my god. God, like God, what a lineup that is. Holy crap. <laughs> All right, let's go to best director where we have Jane Campion, Jane Campion, Jane Campion. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I I do that joke every episode now. I need to stop. Uh after love, Aline Khan for After Love, Ryuzuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, Audrey Diwan for Happening, Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog and Julia Duconot for Titan. How does this Small. happening count? Is it out in, in Europe? Well, yeah, it is. I guess. Oh. It is, yeah. First of all, we know. Minus the Danny snub. How fantastic is this lineup? Like, it's pretty inspired. It's a great lineup. Um, it's now, like a, like, 
after because I know I know for they they do three and three for director for male and female. So check out After Love, put in Dune, and you have like perfect lineup in director. Sorry, After Love. I'm sure you're great. <laughs> Watch After Love be like the greatest movie of all time. I mean, I don't know. Like two people have seen it. Yeah, I think you are a fool if you aren't predicting Jane Campion for every Best Director award in her sight. Uh, Sorry, I just saw something. I, but I can't say on podcast. But (laughs) if there is a number two here, it would probably be Paul Thomas Anderson. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter because Jane Campion is out front, like she has been all season. I've actually only I've seen four of the six of these actually. And I've seen After Love and I've seen Drive My Car. My God, you need to watch Drive My Car right now. I I mean I'm not not right now. Oh yeah, but right tomorrow. Second. I can't tomorrow. I work. <laughs> okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. Jane Campion is going to win every single Best Director award from here on out. I, I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you guys. She's, yeah, like, she, she's sweeping. She's she, she's sweeping. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's also like very well deserved, not only for like the movie, but for her entire career. She's been around for so long, and she's such a like huge force within the industry. So it's nice that she's finally getting her due recognition. And I sincerely hope that um, the people who still think that Kenneth Branagh could pull a Tom Cooper at DGA uh, <laughs> learn their lesson after DGA. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, they gave it to freaking Alfonso Cuarón for Roma. <laughs> like, come on. Anyway, whatever. Best Animated film, Encanto, Flea, Luca, and the Mitchells versus the Machines. There's only four nominees here. It's going to be Encanto, I think. Not even BAFTA yeah, can resist Disney. Not even BAFTA can resist Disney. And I'm sure we're all Encanto. So. Unfortunately, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Best documentary. Becoming Custo, Cow, Flea, The Rescue, and Summer of Soul. I keep forget I keep forgetting there's a documentary named Cow and I love it. By Andrea Arnold. So what do you guys think? I'm going to yell along and go fully. Okay. I'm going to go cow. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to kind of yell along and go fully. So here's the thing. There is, of course, still an ongoing refugee um, situation in Europe. Of course, you have refugees from countries like Iraq and Afghanistan and Syria, but now even more because from Ukraine, because Russia is still invading Ukraine. 
When was draft of voting? That's important. They already voted, I think. But it Did had to. It had to. Ukraine or after Ukraine? Because that would also impact it. Probably during. I'll see if, I, I would I'll think. See, I'll see if I, I'll see. I'll see if I can find it. Keep going. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Please do. Please do. Uh, that may help uh, me win the Oscar. Yes, and I, I have seen some people say that the invasion of Ukraine could lead to Belfast winning Best Picture. I think that connection would more likely help flee a documentary. Yeah, I agree. Now, I understand that Summer Soul has an editing nomination at BAFTA. That is, and obviously, that does help. That is very, very important. But that being said, I, I, I think about this, this very unfortunate situation going on right now, and it is taking place in Europe, and I the final round like of voting closed three days ago. The final round of voting closed three days ago. Yep, closed on the eighth. All right, so during Ukraine. Which, okay. It sounds bad, but it, it really kind of does help because it's very politically relevant. Yes, to our times right now. By the way, I'm going to take this opportunity to say "fuck you, Vladimir Putin." Um, and I can say that uh, recording from my nuclear fallout bunker, bunker. I'm kidding. I don't have a nuclear fallout bunker. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I honestly don't know if I'm going to predict Flea or Summer of Soul for, for BAFTA specifically. Now, I do think if Flea does win BAFTA, Summer of Soul could still win the Oscar because it could be like American Factory versus Forsama a couple of years ago. Well, Forsama won the BAFTA, but American Factory still won the Oscar because it was more relevant for American Oscar voters. But with that being said... Wasn't it also the Obamas backing it? It was also the Obamas, <laughs> which Summer Soul does not have. Summer Soul does have Questlove, though. Yeah. yeah which That's is, pretty... who, who is love? I, I remember when... Love. When first on the one here, a lot of people started predicting, and I remember that very distinctly. <laughs> but Flea is also more high profile, considering that it is also nominated in animated feature and international. And I mean, Soul, here's the thing: the Summer Soul is nominated in editing, so it's clearly really like I, I, as I said, yes. Like I really like it clearly. If we're talking about this in terms of an Oscar race, and we will talk about this more. When we get I mean, there. the goddamn editing nomination caused people to predict Summer Soul for editing for the Oscar. <laughs> yeah, it did do that. Yeah, it. Um, I think Hoop Dreams is the only documentary to get an editing nomination, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it might be. It is. Yeah, still the only one. But I, I, I difference I do find in the Four Sama versus American Factory race here. Of course, obviously, Flea being more politically relevant. At some point in the future, depending on how long this crisis goes on, Ukrainian refugees are going to start coming to the United States. Like, that's probably going to happen. That's inevitable. And we need to start preparing for it. We're probably going to start getting Ukrainian refugees in the United States and Canada. Very soon. No, people are going to complain about that too. Um, Will it happen in time for Oscar voters to, to um, <laughs> consider that in the decision? Honestly, probably, probably not. not. Probably not. 
But I think and, it's being politically relevant. I think sleep being like fairly politically relevant now. But I will say I that, will help that is something that a lot of people will probably be thinking about because it is an inevitability that Ukrainian refugees will be coming to the United States. So that might do something. You know what? Jasmine, make room because I'm jumping on the flea train with you. Yay. I am going to also jump on the flea train. Oh, thank you. I just, I, I was very underwhelmed. I think Summer of Soul is overrated, so I don't want it to win. I, here's <laughs> the thing. If Summer of Soul Personally, does win BAFTA for documentary, I won't <laughs> be surprised. I won't be surprised at all. Probably I'm just saying, I, I well, do think that Flea, you I know. I think it has a chance here. I think if Flea wins anywhere, it'll be that BAFTA, because it seems like a fairly BAFTA thing. I think, again, like, it seems like an American factory, like, or Sama type of like split where like they split like that because they do typically tend to match but right but the the interesting thing about this year is like these two documentaries are pretty high profile they're very high like, profile yeah so it's it's cool to see like um movies that like because usually these documentaries a lot of people haven't seen but both Flea and Summer of Soul are like two very popular movies. So. I think it would be such a shame with the Oscars if Flea is this like historical film for being non- for the first film to be nominated an animated documentary and foreign and it still doesn't and it just doesn't win anything. Yeah, that would be <laughs> tragic. It would be so sad. I'm going to predict it for documentary. Okay. If it wins documentary here, I'll probably predict I'll be a fool predicting <laughs> the Oscar like I did for Fursama. <laughs> But I think it would have a better chance to win the um, oh, yeah. the Oscar than for Sama, though, because it is more high profile and because you know it is much more timely. Yeah, and I think Summer's a little overrated. Summer's a little overrated, so I don't want to. All right, best film not in the English language. We have Drive um, My Car, The Hand of God, Parallel Mothers, Petit Maman, and The Worst Person in the World. It is going to be Drive My Car. It is going to be drive my car for the people who are saying worst person. We're saying worst person, not just for Oscars, but for here. I'm sorry, guys, but you guys are being really delusional, or you are overthinking it. I understand that drive my car is a three-hour-long, you know, slow burn movie, and the worst person is a quick breezy two hours. I understand that worst person is more Eurocentric. Than drive my car is but here's the thing drive my car got into screenplay at bafta screenplay there are only four international movies at bafta that got nominated for screenplay and lost and lost to bafta two of those movies lost international film at bafta because um there was another international film screenplay nominee that won and the other two you have to go way back to the early 2000s to find them. Otherwise, every other move, international movie that is nominated both international at BAFTA and screenplay at BAFTA has won. Because Drag My Car is also nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. It is going to win. Going to win. It is one of the biggest locks of the night. 
you just can't overthink you can't overthink international it's always very simple it's just it sweeps every single year there's like, a sweep every single year in international well except last year but last year was kind of a cop-out and that one year the lives of others beat pan's labyrinth oh don't remind me once don't again me once again that was when only the international branch voted yeah i know this year everyone is voting and drive my car is nominated for best picture at the oscars and it has a screenplay nomination drive my car is winning yeah i also love that they they nominated satan in director but not foreign film <laughs> by the way that's kind of funny but anyway, and, they nominated, my- and they nominated Pete Mama in foreign film, but not director. <laughs> so anyway, Drive My Car is winning. And then we have Outstanding Debut by a British writer, director, or producer. We have After Love, Boiling Point, The Harder They Fall, Keyboard Fantasies, and Passing. I think it's going. I think this is probably going to be passing. It's the most high profile. Uh, Rebecca Hall is the biggest name here. And it's Netflix. But Harder They Fall is also Netflix. And. You say that just by yeah. the fact that passing has been shafted this entire award season, basically. Well, none of these movies here have a single Oscar nomination. So what do you want me to tell you, Jasmine? <laughs> what do you want me to tell you? Uh, I think it's going to be passing. Probably. I can't go for the song. Gold Derby song. And Tristan? I don't know. Yeah, they don't have this category on Gold Derby. Yeah. I'll go passing. I'll just uh, hop on the bandwagon there. And then we have Outstanding British Film, where we have After Love, Ali and Ava, Belfast, Boiling Point, Cyrano, Everybody's Talking About Jamie, House of Gucci, <laughs> um, Last Night in Soho, No Time to Die, and passing. I, I think it's, it, this is like very easily going to be Belfast, in my opinion. I, the, this, the, it is the only movie that's nominated for Best Picture and Best Film that is nominated here. And, and they always go with the biggest Best Picture contender here. They are. I mean, evidenced by them going with promising young woman over the father although you know you could say oh well you know they were equal they still move one of them too because they were both nominated for best film so it's going to be belfast if there is a runner-up i think it is no time to die i was gonna say guess what i'm going because it's not belfast i think it's going to be belfast here i really think so like probably when else would win though that's the thing no time to die belfast is nominated for best film 
Skyfall won a Rolling Nose, which was also nominated for Best Film. Okay, then. The Brits love their bond. Okay, fine, fine. I'll give you that, Jasmine. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'm glad that I just left these speeches. That was great. I was, I was just looking all this up. Yes, I won against Lee Miz, which was nominated. Tristan. Which category are we on? I'm, I'm totally. British film. Um, I'm going to go. Okay, so here's an interesting thing. Belfast, while it is British, it's um, it's Ireland, right? Yeah. Northern the, Ireland. And oh, Belfast is in Northern Ireland. I mean, I would, yeah. Okay, never mind. I was gonna say maybe the British people would vote against it because <laughs> the other that part of Ireland is not part of Britain. But never mind. Uh, Wow, we're sounding like really uneducated here. This is great. I'll go with Belfast then. I'm and gonna just no time to die just because they like their bond. You know what, Jasmine? If you are right, if you are right, I will start a new podcast series where I read uh, Uncancelled, a book by Phil Robertson. That actual book. That's an actual book. <laughs> Can I hold you the- to this? Can I hold you to this? You may. Okay. <laughs> I love this. Can we get this in writing? <laughs> Great. And finally, best film. Belfast. Don't look up. Dune. Licorice Pizza. And The Power of the Dog. Once again, if you're not going with The Power of the Dog here, you are a little bit foolish. That being said, I am well aware of the fact that it does not have an editing nomination here, whereas Belfast does. How does this editing correlate here, though? Um, I guess that would be, like, the question. Not, well, Roma, I, I guess it's kind of like the Oscars do, but, like, not as much. But that being said, The Power of the Dog is a very BAFTA movie. I just don't see why they wouldn't go for that here. Yeah, I'm going Power of the Dog. Also, Power of the Dog, 1917 didn't have editing, but that was a one-trick movie, so that doesn't count. Yep. Yeah, Roma didn't have editing. It's kind of surprising. I, I don't think it matters all that much in this specific instance. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Let's go down to... A uh, critic's choice, or, or or should I say, the Oscar pundit's choice? I, I hate this organization with a burning passion. You guys, don't we're still covered. Yeah, we're still covering them. It's weird because I'm more invested in my predictions for this one than the BAFTAs, but I, I respect the BAFTAs way more. I think the critics' choice is just easier to predict because you just predict what they think they want the authors to do. <laughs> yeah, it's like a psychological game with them. So again. Going in a weird order because Jazz is gonna be like, "What order are you reading these in?" Again, it's on their website. Best score: Don't oh. Look Up, The Power of the Dog, Spencer, Nightmare Alley, and Dune. Because they nominated Spencer. Unfortunately, that's such a based pick. So yeah, I love- unfortunately, 
I said, unfortunately, yeah, I said, unfortunately, this group is the only group to nominate Spencer. Oh. oh, you didn't continue that. <laughs> you did not continue that sentence. <laughs> George Expose. Uh, Dune, by the way. Dune, yeah. Dune. It's a Dune deal. Oh my Sorry, can, God. Can, can, we, can, we, can we kick him off? <laughs> I've got the film drunk on stand. I've got the film drunk on standby. <laughs> yeah, Dune. They're going to want to protect the Oscar, and Dune is the front runner. So, yeah, that makes Dune. sense. And in talking about predicting the Oscar, I have seen some folks oh, I know who, about. after the Society of Composers and Lyricists win for Encanto in their main score category, say, oh, Encanto might win the Oscar now. Guys. I think it is very foolish to base your prediction off of a guild that is literally in its third year of giving awards. Yeah, and, not enough kind of correlation, uh, not enough time to set them up as, as being uh, a large correlation with Oscars or not. Because they've been correct with score for the past two years, but they've actually been wrong for song for the past two years. So. Exactly. It's really hard because they just haven't been around long enough to be like, okay, so they're trustworthy or not. You give them a good another like three or four years and then we'll start to figure it out. I and I, I, I don't... Kanto is still a really weird pick though. Still a very weird pick. <laughs> I just don't understand just how people are making the Encanto prediction. Wouldn't this win help it in song more than score? That's my thing. Because the person that I know you're talking about who inspired this, I think they have it in score, but they don't have it in song. Which is weird. He's not the only person I've seen talking about it. But it's weird because if you have it for score, predicted in song too. I think it's winning song. Oh my god, I fucking hope not. It might, it might, it might. I can't stand, I cannot stand that song. I don't like it. <laughs> I like it more than No Time to Die, I'm sorry. I don't I, like any, I don't like any of the songs from Contraverse. So. Oh, so you're not on the, uh, we don't talk about Bruno Train? I don't, I don't care for any of the songs from the Okay, <laughs> good, because I think that song is terrible and I don't understand why people love I it. I just so think much. they're all really underratedly, like, I think Moana is infinitely better. Yes, 100%. Than Encanto, like. They're not even catchy, like, why are these songs charting? And, I don't, like, the Moana I don't song? understand the, like, it makes no songs. Sense. I really don't, I really wish I did. But I think all of the songs are very overrated. I also don't like the song they picked, by the way. <laughs> I don't mind the song they picked. It's it's nice, but I don't really have much to say about it. Not like any of the songs in Encanto, so I just want it to win because I want uh win to get his EGOT. Well, we can talk about that possibility more right now with the song. Be alive from King Richard, Batorgitas from Encanto. Then go bang from the harder they fall. Just look up, don't look up, and no time to die. From no time to die. So it's between two. We can all agree that, right? Yeah. Right. 
I think um, I I do think. I still think they're gonna go no time to die because I think that's still a front runner. Yeah. But it's, it's close, but I still think it's like a little bit ahead of like being like a, as, as like a front runner. Ever so slightly. But if they want to predict the Oscar show, it's got no time to die. I'm going to predict no time to die here, but I don't know if I will predict it for the Oscar. Song is hard because there's so few precursors for it, so you just kind of have to fill it dark <laughs> and go off vibes. Yeah, I agree with that's you, like, Georgia. That's literally it. Like, I'm going to do uh, No Time to Die Here and then Dosi Regattas at the, uh, the Oscars. I didn't say I was definitely going to do that. I said I was going to consider it. Oh, okay. I've, stuck with, I've stuck with No Time to Die this whole season, so this is another one, another one of those. Mine is a little people on the train would i would like to really have an oscar so and like personally i think out of these it's clearly the best song i think a couple people have said which i do agree with i do think i would have significantly more confidence in billy if the grammys had been before the oscars because i think she's probably winning something at the oscar at the grammys and i think her winning stuff at the grammys because she's so high profile and has won so many fucking grammys I think that would have put like a little bit of like a light on her and would have kind of put her into everyone's minds again. Yeah. So I think she's harmed actually by the Grammys moving to the week after the Oscars. I agree. Yeah. I, th- I think she's going to win best pop song at the Grammys, but this year in the big categories, I think Olivia Rodrigo is going to kind of sweep. You think she's going to sweep general field? Like, uh, no, no. Uh, I think she's going to win best New artist, best album. Oh, and- well, really? Who else is winning best new artist? <laughs> True. Yeah. Let's stop yeah. talking about the Grammys for a brief moment, guys. Okay. Sorry. Uh, and then, yeah, I think Leave the Door Open is going to win record. We can, talk, we can talk about that also. <laughs> yeah. Off podcast. As foreign language film, A Hero, Drive My Car, Flee, The Hand of God, and The Worst Person in the World. God, I wonder what's winning here. Wow. The base winner. Um, no, Tristan. No, no. Stop it. 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 You know, no, because the reason that Drive My Car is the front runner is because of credit three critics groups. It is also the predicted winner. And these people predict the Oscars. They are going with Drive My Car. I'm going down with the ship. My favorite movie of the year. Um, I'm not going to predict it for the Oscars, but just because, like, I'm not, it's not I don't happening. really care about not Tristan. Tristan, oh my god. Not fuck. happening. Not happening. Tristan. No, I know it's the not. Oscar Brothers choice. Okay, sure. If you know, if you know it's not happening, then uh, as long as you know it's not happening, Drive My Car is literally in, was nominated for Best Picture because three of the biggest critics groups had it win Best Picture. Yeah. I mean, it's it's probably going to win. I just want to say probably. It's support definitely going to win. <laughs> I want to support my favorite movie. You had the opportunity to do that with BAFTA, and you didn't. <laughs> That's true. Well, okay, we should have you predicted Renata, so whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Best animated film, Encanto, Flea, Luca, Mitchell's First Machines, Ryan the Last Dragon. 
It's going to be in Kanto once again. Yeah. I'm going to take a yellow here. Wish me luck. I'm going to take a yellow here. Wish me luck, everybody. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> you don't know which one of the, of the two I'm thinking that's an on condo. <laughs> Are you going with Mitchell's? I am going with Mitchell's. We'll see. Wish how me that luck, goes. everybody. Wish me luck, everybody. <laughs> Best comedy Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Don't look up. Free guy. The French Dispatch. And Licorice Pizza. they don't they go with like actual like comedy comedies most of the time you know they went with uh crazy rich asians over the favorite well they go last year that they did uh palm springs yeah i think they did palm springs Winning fucking stupid Barb and Star. I'm that's what I'm like. gonna predict. I'm predicting Barb and Star. I oh, hope not. I hated that movie so much. Oh my god. It's it's like the only one here that's like an actual comedy, except don't look up. Is like Crush Pizza here? Yeah, it is. Oh, it is here. Then I'm going with Crush Pizza. But Tristan, they went with Crazy Rejections over the favorite, they went with the big sick over I Tanya and Ladybird. That's okay. because, but I, I think Lucas Pizza is legitimately a comedy. Like, Lucas Pizza is really funny. I literally watched it yesterday. It's really funny. Yeah, it's like, a comedy. It it, yes, it is a comedy. It is a comedy. This is like more of a comedy. It's like Lucas Pizza is like really funny. And yeah. critics could also just want to give it something because it's like one of the only things that's funny. <laughs> I would well, say it's like I, I would not say comedy. that's the only thing it would win a choice. I, I would not say that. No. So I've, I'm gonna go liquor's pizza. Same. Well, I also don't. I, I will be the Star. I will be the one on the ship here with Bar with I, was, I also Star. hate I hate Barb and Star, so I refuse to predict that. I've not seen it. Well, you know I what, Jasmine, I, I hate Bohemian hate Rhapsody, it. but I I I was forced to bring Rami Malek. So. Well, the good thing this isn't the Oscars, is it? I suppose not. Yeah, I could not stand Barb and Star when I watched it. Oh my god, what an insufferable movie. Best visual effects. Dune, wow. The Matrix Resurrections, No Time to Die, Nightmare Alley, and Shang-Chi. God, I, I still like... love that The Matrix is here despite the fact that no critics have seen it. Blind voting. This is why... We... This is the reason I started calling them the Oscar Pundit's Choice. This is the very reason I started calling them the Oscar Pundit's Choice. Anyway, uh, congratulations, Dune, on your other vfx winner next <laughs> it this is literally the biggest lock of the season literally the biggest one there's like zero chance this is one where i, I mean it's, it's like i mean it's 100 percent chance of winning i mean it's also a lock because everyone's like what else do we think <laughs> do you really think like fucking free guy is gonna win the oscar though i hope so that'd be really funny it's not gonna happen it would also just be really cringe. That would be cringe. Anyway, hair and makeup. 
Cruella, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, House of Gucci, and Nightmare Alley. Huh. Is this the Oscar lineup? This is not the Oscar lineup. Oh, no, Nightmare Alley is not nominated. Never mind. Yeah, they have Coming oh, to coming America at the Oscar lineup. So, I keep forgetting when Tumor is nominated at the Oscars because it's nominated nowhere else. Yeah, I literally had to watch uh, a whole other movie just to watch this, this film. I'm not watching the first one. Do I have to watch the first one to watch the second? You kind of do. Is the first one good? It's it's solid. I cannot believe I've got the first one as well. Oh my god. I hate this. I hate it here. So I am I, I have money on Cruella winning the Oscar. So I feel like I need to predict it here as well. That being said, I do know that with this being the Oscar pundit's choice, they could still go with Tammy Faye. Because it isn't necessarily wise to predict outside of the top two on Gold Derby when it comes to predicting critics' choice. But... With that being said, I have money on Cruella, so... I was going to say, but because the voting was like super recent... Because Cruella recently won at the Hairstyle and Makeup Guild in the category that matters, that could also influence it as well. Honestly, they could just tie this, let's be honest. Oh my god, yeah, they're probably going to tie this. They're probably going to tie actor. They're probably going to tie actress. They're going to tie screenplay. But we can talk about that later in the categories we think they're going to tie. Yeah. Because they're going to tie this year, 100%. They're they're going to do at least one tie. Guaranteed. Uh, I'm going to go Cruella for this because I also have it going to Oscar. So, but I think Tammy Faye is spoiler. And Tristan? I'm going to go with Tammy Faye. I thought he was going like, to go like House of Gucci. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> like, Tristan, please. <laughs> Best costume design. Cruella, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story, Dune, and House of Gucci. Cruella. Yep. Like, no. Yep. No question. First of all, Cruella's probably winning the Oscar. I'm being their prediction the Oscars. Yeah. Cruella's winning the Oscars, so it's fine. I will not understand why Spencer is not here. Stop. I don't understand why House of Gucci is here. Should be here over House of Gucci, so God. I'm so glad. Oh my god, I am so glad that the Oscars snubbed House Gucci. It's kind of funny that the Oscars snubbed Spencer for costumes and Jacqueline Durant got nominated anyway. <laughs> because oh, she yeah. she did Cyrano. Yeah. It's kind of good funny. pick though. She's he's great. Um yeah. Very costumes in Cyrano. So deserve win for our nomination. Uh best editing, West Side Story, Belfast, Licorice Pizza. The Power of the Dog, and Dune. Dune, because they're going to predict the Oscars. Want to predict the Oscars, yep. and Dune is the front runner. so... They're going to predict Dune. They're going to, they're going to pick Dune. Yeah, definitely. Best production design. <sighs> I still don't understand why this is here. Belfast. Let's go. Nightmare no, Alley, no. The French <laughs> Dispatch, plus its story, and Dune. Uh, Nightmare Alley. 
Nightmare Alley, because Nightmare Alley is also probably winning the Oscar. <laughs> Nightmare Alley. Now, I do think they could tie this category. With Belfast. If that happens, I'm getting in a kangaroo outfit, going to Opry <laughs> Mills Mall in Nashville, and I am going to um, blast Donda 2. Can we hold you to the have you listened to it yet? No, because I haven't bought Kanye's like stem player thing. <laughs> Same. The fuck is Donda 2? <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a sequel. I can't believe he made it. Why? I don't know. <laughs> because Kanye I is I can't stand, I think I can't stand Kanye West. So annoying. I cannot stand him. He needs help. I, like, I feel bad for him. He's clearly, like, got a lot of problems. But, you know, his, his the people around him are enabling him and not yeah. trying to get him, like, actual help. So. <laughs> what, did any of you watch this documentary? Not yet. I oh, not, no. Because I, I haven't, because I don't care. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> but the point I was trying to make before we went on a Kanye tangent <laughs> um, was uh, I think they could tie Night Morale in Dune. They could do that. All right. Cinematography. The Tragedy of Macbeth, Dune, West Side Story, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and the rightfully snubbed Belfast. So I actually have no idea what they're going to pick because there's not really a front runner in this category. There isn't, no. Like, I don't know what they're going to pick. That being said, because the front runner, I think, is largely believed to be Dune, I will go with Dune here. God knows what the fuck. God knows what the fuck. I, I think so they're annoying. obviously not going to go with Belfast. I don't think they're going to go with Tragedy Macbeth. They are probably not going with West Side Story or Nightmare Alley. Although I do think Nightmare Alley does have a shot to win the Oscar. I do. I get up too. And then you have Dune and Power of the Dog. And I, oh, I can also see them tying this category so easily. They're probably trying to tie this category too. They, they may just straight up do it, but I'm going to say Dune because that's number one, right? On Goldurby? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Would in doubt go with number one, Goldurby. Yeah, yeah, I'll go Dune. All right. That's the adapted screenplay. We have The Power of the Dog, The Lost Daughter, Coda, West Side Story, and Dune. Uh, this is a category I don't think they will tie, and I think they will go with um, Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog here. Thanks, Lydia. I'm not hearing anything from Tristan. That's a bad sign. Oh, sorry. I'm <laughs> getting tired. Uh, yeah, Jane, Jane Campion. Okay. All right. Original screenplay. Licorice Pizza, King Richard, Belfast, Don't Look Up, Being the Ricardos. Also, what I know. This is a category that I think could be tied between Belfast and Licorice Pizza. But with that being said, I think the critic's choice would be quote-unquote cool enough to give it to Licorice Pizza. So that's going to be my official prediction. 
But I wouldn't be surprised if Belfast won or if they fucking tied. Because of course. Of course. Yeah, I'll go with licorice pizza. I'll go with licorice pizza, but I think it's going to be a tie. It, that might happen. That might all happen. All these fucking ties. I, I, I was kind of scared that they would tie Promising a Woman in Charles Chicago 7 last year. <laughs> and then they didn't. Um, and thankfully, they went with the correct choice there. So, okay. Continue with Critics' Choice Weird Order that I do not like. Best Director, <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog, Guillermo del Toro for Nightmare Alley, Steven Spielberg for West Side Story, and Denou Villeneuve for Dune. Did you say Dune Villeneuve? Dune? Denou Villeneuve. Denou Villeneuve. De Nouvelle Nouve. That's, that's, that's what we're going to go. That's what we No, yeah, but I, I, I'm not copying Lights Camera Jackson or Snoop Dogg here. I'm copying Leslie Jordan from the Oscars nomination broadcast. What we're just loving is the just complete mispronunciation of his name this entire season. He's been around for a long time. Like, you should know how to pronounce his name by now. Yeah, it's it, been over five years. Ago. It's not that hard. Denis Villeneuve. It's the friend. Just, it, it ties them up. The only, thing, the only good thing about him being snubbed is that like, Chloe Zhao doesn't have to butcher his name. <laughs> anyway. I don't think she would. I think no, she, no, she, no, she got the name right. Yeah. Okay. Because people, people mispronounce her last name, too. <laughs> yeah. And with Jane Campion, congratulations on your critics' yeah. win. Um, yeah, they should already they should already have a grade. So like, <laughs> oh, they probably sent the award to her. You know she's got I COVID. Right? You know she's got. Like, you know she's got COVID right now, right? No, not anymore. She was at the Power of the Dog Orchestra screening that they did yesterday, where it was like a live accompanying orchestra playing with. Oh, the, well, uh, she did have COVID. But she doesn't anymore. Also, can we just know how? Netflix is playing all of the stops for this movie. Because <laughs> yesterday yeah. in LA, they did a screening of Power of the Dog with a live orchestra. I believe it was conducted by Johnny Greenwood. Oh my God. Sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that sounds so that cool. Sounds awesome. That so does sound cool. awesome. Yeah. But it only took them how many years to finally figure out how to campaign properly? <laughs> Five years? Finally figured it out. Or sacrificed, sacrificed a couple movies along the way, but and they're I, still gonna lose to Apple. <laughs> no, I'm, joking. I'm joking. It'd be really <laughs> ironic. That'd be so ironic. Yeah, I mean, that'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, best acting ensemble: Belfast, Don't Look Up, The Heart of the Fall, Liquid Pizza, Power to Dog, and West Side Story. I feel like they didn't nominate Mass here. <sighs> yeah. I am a little bit torn. No. Uh, which, first of all, let's just laugh at the fact that Coda isn't here. So much for the, you know, master Oscar predictors. Anyway. <clears throat> I don't understand why Max isn't here. Because they're freaking Oscar pundits, Jasmine. But fucking harder they falls in here. It was predicted at the time. I forgot, yeah, there was predicted for that, wasn't it? Yes. Um, 
Let's go. I'm just gonna go with the gold every top, which is West Side Story. Yeah, I guess go with just whatever the hell's on Gold Derby. Yeah. What's that story? But if Belfast sense. doesn't win anything at Critics' Choice, this could be like the one place where they're like, all right, here you go. Here's your little bone. Like, I, I, I could see that happening. But alas, I, I don't know if I will predict that. I could see it, but I could see them giving it to like, I could see them giving it. Because they did the same thing with the Irishman. Like, literally the same thing with the Irishman. A consolation prize. What won last year? Trial. They also gave it to the favorites. Uh, Moonlight, I think. Their correlation with SAG isn't great in general. I will just go with West Side Story, then. That works. Sure. I'll go with West Side Story as well. And then we have young actor, actress. We have Jude Hill in Belfast, Cooper Hoffman, Licorice Pizza, Amelia Jones in Coda, Woody Norman in Come On, Come On, Sanaya Sidney in King Richard, and Rachel Zegler in West Side Story. I think it's between Rachel and Amelia, first of all. Yeah, I, I think Jude Hill could also them. happen. But I won't predict him. I, no, I think. I think more, I know because I think there's more love for Rachel. I think I'm gonna go with Amelia Jones though. Amelia could happen. Could I am as well. Because she's like really making the rounds right now. I think also that again with these people being fucking Oscar pundits, um, they're they. I think a lot of people definitely see Coda as a bigger contender than West Side Story. Yeah. And that might play a factor in there. Um, we, we, we almost saw it last year, too. We kind of did. Where most people, I think, were predicting Helena Zengel to win for News of the World, but then for Critics' Choice, but then Critics' Choice went with Alan Kim. And Minari was obviously but a think... contender to News of the World. So. Okay, but I also feel like there became a point where I was like, Helena Zengel isn't winning this because Alan Kim just started kind of taking over the internet because he's adorable and deserves all of the love in the world. <laughs> like, I feel like he became a much like bigger thing on the internet than Helena Zengel like, ever did. Well, it's maybe then it's just a coincidence that Minari happened to be a bigger best picture contender in the news of the world, which okay, it always, which let's be, let's be honest, Kim, it always was. You mean because like Alan Kim was like he's way like around like Twitter and he he was like he was a <laughs> Alan Kim is also better than Helen Zengel. I mind Helen Zengel, but yes, Alan Kim is better. So I'm yeah, going. That being to... said, I but that being said, I do not think Jude Hill <clears throat> will win because I think Alan Kim is a lot of a bigger deal than Jude Hill is. Yeah, for sure. Well, I I'm not predicting Jude Hill. I'm predicting Amelia Jones. I'm going to pick Rachel. Okay. Tristan? Um, I'm going with Amelia Jones. And I think part of the reason is why uh, it's because um, lock and key hype. No one watched that show, Tristan. I do. <laughs> you, you're, the, you're one of They're three the people only on the planet who watched that, that show. You're one of three people on the planet who watched that show. It's so good. 
Okay, best supporting actress. Katrina uh, Balf, Belfast. Ariana DeBose, West Side Story. Ann Dowd, Mass. Kirsten Dunst, The Power of the Dog. Anjanu Ellis, King Richard, and Marina Moreno, West Side Story. I cannot believe with Rita Moreno over Ruth Nega. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? After Ruth Nega got snubbed, I went with the Bevlitcher characters like, ha we told you guys we were right. <laughs> anyway, also congratulations to Aaron and DeBose and your Curtis Choice win. Yep. Congrats. There's literally no doubt in my mind that she's playing because she's sleeping the season. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Down to the big ones. Supporting actor. Jamie Dornan, Belfast, Kieran Hines, Belfast, Troy Kotzer, Coda, Jared Leto, Hasaguchi, J.K. Simmons, being the Ricardo. Cody's going to be Power the Dog. Yes, I have to say no more. I believe that they're going to go, that critics choice, that it may be a race of BAFTA, but not a great choice. I think critics choice is going to go with Troy. I also think they're going to go with Troy. Which is funny because Cody actually has the most, more considerably more critics. This is why we call them the Oscar pundits' choice, <laughs> and not the critics' choice. What's their difference? I'm gonna find out their difference in wins. There's yeah, I'm either. gonna go with uh, Troy. All right. It's thirty to twelve, by the way. Wow. Nearly Cody half. with thirty. Then Charlie with Troy with 12, and then Bradley Cooper with four. Bradley Cooper won. That's so weird. Yeah, he, he won. I mean, he, he has like four. He has four. Don't know why. But oh, yeah, rewatch Liquor's Peach. Just still don't get the Bradley Cooper hype. Sorry, y'all. I kind of agree. Great actor, but yeah, that makes sense. He shouldn't have been. <laughs> okay, best actress now. We have Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman, The Lost Daughter, Lady Gaga, House of Gucci, Alana Hine, Licorice Pizza, Nicole Kidman, Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart in Spencer. I, not back in, not back I in already know what you two are going to predict, I think. Okay, I'm not back I, back Jasmine just said it. Jasmine just I'm said not it. Down. Also, they could predict her, they could have her win because they want to reverse theme. I understand that. I understand. Which sounds like which is a very critics choice thing to do, by the way. But I am when in doubt, go with number one on Gold Derby, who currently, last time I checked, is Jessica Chastain. Is she still number one? I will say Jessica is number one for the Oscars for sure in my mind, but I'm going Kristen for the Critics' Choice. I think there could be a tie where they both win. It is not. It's Kristen. Combined odds is Kristen. Oh, I was talking about the Oscars. Oh, the Oscars? Probably Jessica. It's Jessica. Yeah. So, yeah, when in doubt, go with number one. I'll go okay, yeah, I was going to say for, for critics' choice. If, uh, uh, I might get bitten in the ass by this prediction. I'm well aware of that, but you know what? Fuck you. 
I mean, I think we're gonna tie it, so it doesn't matter. Fine, we're gonna tie it. I feel probably tie it. And then and then we're gonna see a bunch of security cards running it over because Mad Ned will flip this table. Yeah, it's fine. They're gonna tie it. Stupidly. Best actor. Nicholas Cage, pig. Benedict Cumberbatch, the power of the dog. Peter Dinklage, Cyrano. Andrew Garfield, tick tick boom. Will Smith, King Richard, and Denzel Washington in the tragedy of Macbeth. I think no matter what happens at BAFTA a couple hours before, I think they'll go with Will Smith. Yeah. Also unfortunate. Could they tie? Because this man has won like Maybe won. they'll tie. Maybe they'll tie. I don't he's, know. He's won like no critics awards. I mean, he's won like two critics awards. True. But that's what we that's why we called him the Oscar Pundit's Choice here at the Goldberry Horses Podcast. He's won eight. He's four behind Benedict Cumberbatch, Nicolas Cage, and Andrew Garfield. And finally. Best Picture. Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, Liquor's Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, Tick, Tick, Boom, and West Side Story. Laughing at the fact that no one saw Drive My Car coming. <laughs> and again, once Nightmare Alley got nominated at the fucking Oscars, a bunch of critics were like, yeah, we told you so. We told you Nightmare Alley's going to get nominated. Look at our, look at our best picture list. <laughs> Shut the <laughs> fuck up. God. I'm anyway, power of dog. Yeah. Of they have no excuse to not go for it now. And I believe that's it. Everybody. Oh my god, that's so many words. Um, I would do TV, but no, I think we're all tired tonight. And we just yeah. predicted a lot of awards. Anyways. Yeah. And Oscars are in two weeks, everybody. How are we all feeling? I think our next episode is gonna be our final Oscar predictions, guys. Are we gonna do the one where we predict the winners? Yeah, we saw two more. Oh, sorry, not. Sorry, uh, yeah, we should do like a Roger Ebert Gene Siskel thing where we uh we pick the winners. We still have two more weeks before the ceremony, yeah. Well, I think our next episode is gonna be on our predictions. Oh, well, well, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. Maybe we'll we'll do the pick the Oscars thing next week and then we can do uh, we can do um. Uh, our final predictions the week after. All right. Well, we thank you for tuning in. And uh, this is going to be a pain in the ass to edit, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm a madman. I don't have any choice. And, you know, yeah, that's 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 life. 
everybody. That's life. Anyways. Peace out, fuckers.